Hello and welcome back to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brent Janogan. Tonight we have someone truly special, Dr. Jamal Fruster. This man truly was a presence whenever we were on campus together at Life University throughout our duration of Doctor of Chiropractic School. He is now the host of Soul Coffee, his own podcast, where he brings people on for conversations that ultimately caffeinate the soul and shift people in a profound way. He is a doctor at the Source Chiropractic in Tucson, Arizona. He is a lead facilitator for the Kairos training culture community. He is a high vibrating being that truly inspires, drives, and allows you to be full of expression and permission to express. He's the former Mm. president of Delta Sigma Chi Lambda chapter at Life University and truly just a profound human being that changes every person they come into contact with to allow them to be able to vibrate and be their best version of themselves. Dr. Jamal, mm. thanks for being here tonight. Oh man, it's an honor and privilege, my brother. Absolutely. Before we jump into conversation, we're going to hear from our amazing sponsors that allow this podcast to happen. Total Clinic Solutions is your go-to source for purchasing both brand new and refurbished chiropractic equipment, as well as phone support for repairs and maintenance. Call Derek and allow him to combine your wishes and his 23 years of chiropractic equipment expertise to find what's best for you and your patients at 704-622-4089 or head to TotalClinicSolutions.com now. True Cairo, helping chiropractors explode their practices and save more lives by shifting the perception of what they do from neck and low back pain to being about the brain and nervous system, leading to increased retention, more referrals, higher case averages, but most importantly, better patient outcomes for more than just neck and back pain. For more information, Check out the link below, truecairo.org. Again, that's truecairo.org. Welcome back to Season 16, Episode 10 with Dr. Jamal Fruster. Dr. Jamal Fruster in the house. How are we doing tonight, baby? Oh, man, I'm charged. It's been a full day, Dr. Brent. And uh, I'm just really honored to be here, excited to light y'all up, give y'all some energy, and just remind these chiropractors and chiropractic students, it's the best time in the world to be a chiropractor. And as you align yourself to what you want and allow yourself to dream bigger, live deeper, and breathe a little bit more, I imagine that'll create the space for you to be able to do so, so that way your practice members in the future, your family now, and your practice members now can feel that. Mm. I love that because you've always you've always brought the energy. You know, when we were students together, um, I'll never forget like just you just walked up a big old smile and you're like, I don't know, I just need to know you, <laughs> and you just you just wear that energy everywhere you went. You just like you put like who's Jamal? Oh, that guy. Yeah, that's Jamal. Everybody knew who Jamal was on campus. Oh man, I mean, I'm, I love people. Like I love, and we went to Life U, bro, as you know. And I don't know. I just think Life U is different. Call me partial because that's uh, my alma mater now. But man, I think that there's just a special something that I think when invoked inside somebody, it's impossible to put that thing to sleep. And I think our duty is to be able to help awaken it within each other when we're in school, so that way we can actually exude the principles that we want to for our people now and in the future. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that I went to Life University out of all the schools because it left me truly more prepared than I ever thought I was going to be and ever, like, you know, going through the process, looking back at it uh, in reflection. It's, I was so well prepared, uh, philosophically, technique driven, like my hands, you know, were hot coming out of school. Uh, I was, I knew, oh boy, like these things are sharp. What? <laughs> and it just, when I talk to other doctors that have, you know, graduated from other schools, you know, I work with a doctor that graduated from Logan and, you know, our thought processes are two different spectrums and yeah. the conversation lies in the middle of chiropractic, but philosophically, like we were taught so differently and just the exposure at Life University to all the different techniques and just the conversations, the conferences, the seminars, it just truly built so much value in my life going through school as a student that now as a doctor, I can look back and, and definitely say, I'm grateful that we went to life university. Mm, yeah, I agree. I think we got spoiled. Um, <laughs> as there's so many other chiropractic experiences that start in chiropractic school and, you know, seeing a few of the schools across the world, like university of Johannesburg, I had the chance to see, uh, going to Logan, I've been to Cleveland, I've been to Parker, I've been to Life West, I've been to, uh, where else have I been? Seen a bit of CMCC. So being able to appreciate, you know, how good we have it has been so, so important. So, so good. It absolutely has. And so what have you been doing since you graduated? Because I know you, you're always doing something. And I love that about you because you're always, you're always, bro. Like, yeah, it's always like, what's Jamal doing? And I know you've had a meditation seminar that you recently held. And then you've also been speaking at different uh, seminars, different conferences and events as well, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, as of recent, I do a mastering meditation class, which is lovely and exciting. And that's been at a social club called the Arizona Sand Social Club. I'm in Tucson, Arizona, y'all, in case y'all missed that. Um, and it's good to be able to teach people chiropractic principles that stem from Dr. Joe Dispenza, which then go into you know, help people heal and transform their lives, which has been fun. Uh, I recently did a workshop called Providing for the Provider, also super fun, where I'm able to pour into my parents and my nurses, my physicians, my healthcare professionals in a different and in an important way. Um, so it feels good to be able to serve people in that capacity. And, you know, it's just very, very charging. Mm, yeah, you're always reaching out and just, you know, covering more ground and getting more exposure. And I, I always, I've always enjoyed watching that journey for you. And, but in the, the journey of that, learning how to be the artist in your own life and keeping that creative brush uh, fresh, how do we how do we keep from reaching burnout? How do we? I know we're going to dive into this a little more deep later, but just give us a taste. What are the some of the underlying principles as a student, like that we don't reach burnout? Mm. I think the essence of things is that you got to stay aligned with your soul. I think you gotta stay aligned and present to what brings you alive and being diligent, creating boundaries in your expression and keeping those things present and alive and potent and powerful so that way you can be able to exude the life that is that you wanna want. You know, it's chiropractic principles. I know y'all know this, but the expression of intelligence through matter is the chiropractic meaning to life. And I think a lot of students are out of integrity and out of alignment with that. And if you're out of integrity and out of alignment with principle number two, we'll forget about the rest of the 33 of them, or 30, 31 others as 
Uh, I think that's one of the most important ones because if we're not allowing ourselves to exude and to express that which is innate to us, that which is coming through us, that which is alive inside us, and we suppress it for something that's outside of us, well, isn't that a medical model? Mm. And that's cool, but if we're medical doctors, but last time I checked, we're chiropractic or doctors of chiropractic. Mm -hmm. And I think that in more chiropractors doing what's innate to them and doing what's inspiring and charging for them, I think is going to really help shift all that we're going to help see in this decade and in this generation of chiropractors. Yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. You know, you started off, this is the greatest time to be a chiropractor. And yeah, the hard realization is our generation is only the fourth generation of chiropractors. Hmm. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the people that came before us the last couple of decades, they're the ones that have advanced it to the point where it is. And, and now that it's our time to carry the torch, it's we have to step up to the plate. We have to break the patterns that our forefathers and for uh, women, I don't know, people that came before us, the chiropractors that came before us, that have built a profession to the point of where it is, uh, we have to carry the torch. We have They've passed it on. It's our time. We have to take from these doctors that are experienced, like my doc, you know, he's in, been in practice 35 years. I'm like, give me the torch. Like, give it to me. It's mine now. Like, I'm running away with this. Follow. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I, I don't say I challenge that, but um, I can appreciate that they help build it to where it is, but at the same time, I feel like I've had conversations and I feel like they've dropped the damn torch. Like when it came to in the insurance model and, you know, really taking advantage of all that was, you know, presented to them and helping bleed the system of the insurance capacities. I think there's a perspective that a number of chiropractors in the generation before us, they got lazy, they got comfortable, they got complacent. Um, it's like when we won the Supreme court case with Wilkes um, that solidified that we are a distinguished and distinct profession. And I think in the efforts of them trying to push so hard and them getting that oh, brush of fresh air, you know, it really creates space for this millennial generation of chiropractors to do things differently, um, but yet in honor and root with the principles and where our forefathers did potentially come from, but take them where they couldn't ever think where they could have gone. Yeah, I think that it's important to distinguish that because there there are multiple accounts that you know with insurance in the in the profession. While some some chiropractors think that taking insurance allows them to be able to be able to serve more people, but ultimately you diminish. You, and this is just my opinion, but you diminish the quality of care that you're able to provide because you're not provide true care by being the doctor, being the expert, and providing an expert opinion that's truly getting to the cause of the problem and, and people versus insurance, I can only do so much. You know, you're very mm. limited on the type of care and the quality of care you're able to provide for the duration that you're able to provide it. Mm. Yeah, and it's not even like I can appreciate that for sure, but it's even more so. It's like, why y'all bleeding these insurance companies? Like, y'all out of it? Why are you charging? Why are you nickel and diming them for hundreds and hundreds of dollars for everything? Like, whether you adjust the spine, God help you. 
adjusting the spine and you know doing any modalities that you may add on but why does it need to why did it need to be so much much of a price point um because then that what is what has charged insurance companies to have some distance and create some space but i think that's besides the point i think the main thing you know that we don't drive home is that you know we have a real opportunity to be able to bring chiropractic into a new forefront where probably bj palmer you know thought it could be and really bringing in bj's utopia where people can be clear and connected and uh, you know, the amount of subluxation and the depth of subluxation, the level of stuckness can be transmuted into, you know, that kinetic form of energy and energy that's actually able to play all throughout the body and lead for more capacity for adaptation for individuals to the state level, to the national level, to the international level, to the galactic level. If you want to think about like the, I think it was uh, Dr. Sarasoli, Pasco Sarasoli said that the earth is like tilted and it's gotten like more tilted as time has progressed. And I think that's directly in relation to the amount of subluxation that exists in the world. Meaning that I might, I think it's directly correlated to the amount of disconnected people there are in the world and that are moving unsustainably and without honor to nature. So let me get that right. Humanity is, is subluxated at such a value that it's actually juxtaposition the axis of the earth. Yes. And I think that the earth is just one of the bones, if you will, to our solar system, where if we provide an adjustment to it, we can shift and help realign the solar system's nervous system. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, a double slit experiment has proven that point A, point B, they both ideally will respond to the same stimulus. So if you drop a book in here somewhere else in the universe uh, another uh, anatomical or excuse me um cellular or molecular atomic level change occurs somewhere else in the universe so there's definitely two points of reference based on one i believe molecule right or uh atom or more or more hmm. well <clears throat> this has been a great segue let's get a little bit back on track to creating value because as much as this conversation creates value i think it got a little esoteric for some people especially as students i feel like as doctors we can talk a little bit more because we have a little more exposure and i didn't understand this perspective until i got into being a doctor um being able to create value for where you are and where you've come from and having grace in that process but understanding the value you bring here right now and how you show up mm. well i think i mean anything is right here right now and you know the invitation the call for for students is anything that you're doing in school can be directly transmuted into practice mm. i'd even say it's that your habits and your patterns that you are exuding now and predominantly expressing will follow you into practice Dr. Melody Black, shout out to Sis. You know, she said that majority students, whatever they're doing in school, they will just bring that into practice. And I think it's because nature moves in efficiency. So based upon what you're thinking, what you're doing, what you're being, what's your capacity that you're pushing forwards, what's your level of service, what's your level of uh, gratitude and patience and perspective that you're walking within school will directly allow you to show up. And for me, Dr. Lamarsh taught me, he's like, show up. Mm -hmm. Just figure itself out. So what I dedicated my career to and when I was at Life University was just showing up. 
And then showing up, I made so many friends, so many opportunities, so many relationships, so many spaces welcome to be in. And there was just so many opportunities because I just showed up. And in showing up, uh, I imagine that's it's that's the first step. And then being all in and playing all in, like that's, oh my goodness, like that's the second part of it because, you know, you're there now, but then what do you want to do? And it's not even what do you want to do, it's how do you want to be? And for me, freedom is a big value. So being able to be free and authentic and organic is very good and delicious for me because it feels good to my body, feels good to my mind, feels good to my soul and how I'm showing up. So um, then it becomes a game, you know, then it becomes a game. How can you show up in your city? How can you show up in your town? How can you show up in your community? How can you show up in your family? Um, because people are going to go to you because they see you as valuable in your energy. Your energy is the real value. I teach medical professionals or nurses and doctors. I say your energy is the medicine. Chiropractic gets the same exact thing. Your energy is the medicine. Based upon your connection and the amount of energy you're letting flow through, I imagine it's directly correlated to your quality of life. Mm. So how you show up in the world, the energy that you represent is how you show up in the world. And so you're, you're carrying everything with you. And this is like some people maybe aren't as body aware as, uh, you know, perhaps of energetics. And like, you know, for myself, I always felt like my, my, I was being pulled back because I was almost like I was wearing a backpack and I was trying to drag my past with me. And because of that, you know, I, um, in my weight loss journey recently, you know, the last two years lost almost a hundred pounds. And I found that I was carrying a lot of my past and a lot of my emotions of my past with me. And that was just stuck on me. And I just hadn't integrated or become aware of it. And so that body awareness of how you show up, the energy that you carry and how you represent yourself, you know, your, your persona, uh, as well as mm. your ego and the energies that they carry are two different energies. Like, you know, your, your persona is, is the representation of how you're perceived versus your ego is the internal dialogue of what you're, what you're talking and trying to project. And self is just the beautiful little mm. pal of you that's like nothing but unconditional love. He's like, I love everyone. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think understanding some... Um, some basic energetic principles I think are really important into being able to understand, you know, how do you want to be perceived? By yourself, first and foremost. How do you want to be perceived by yourself? Let alone by others. Because how you see yourself in uh, the permission, the grace, the love, the charge, the inspiration you, you give yourself, it's going to be directly felt by others. It all starts with self. That's a reminder and invitation for students. It's like, you know, you got to focus on you, of course. We got to get really present to who you be and how you want to be. And is that in alignment with where you want to go? And I love that you talk about that because how you show up as a doctor, you know, you, I, w I procrastinated as a student in school and I found that my procrastination followed me into doctorhood and it quickly, I had to nip it in the butt because I, I became distracted. I became uh, less productive than I knew I could be. And that procrastination, you have to address it. And I felt like being in school, creating time management habits, which almost have to happen, being a student with 26 plus credits. Uh, then as you get into the doctor world, it's like you, you're starting to have me meetings. You're meeting 
at networking groups and you're doing so much externally, not even including the internal marketing and everything else you're doing inside your practice and building your practice and creating community, as well as the physical toll of adjusting if you're at a high volume practice or even just adjusting in general, the, the energetics, the spiritual, the emotional impact that serving people, you have to, you know, I learned this from you, you have to fill your own cup before you can ever start to pour out into others. Got to. Otherwise, that shit just isn't sustainable. Mm -hmm. Even in hearing these words, I'm just called to, you know, serve deeper. Yes, myself, but like, you know, really just dial in integrity. As integrity is everything. I was shooting some videos with Lou earlier. We were just talking how integrity is everything. And if, you know, you're not integrity, you know, with yourself and you don't do what you say you're going to do for yourself, well, man, people are going to feel that. And that doesn't necessarily feel good because on the other side, you know, there's always an opportunity to refine our integrity. But it just brings the question, you know, how close to you or is it what you say you do? Is there any gap? Is there any space? And if there is any space, you know, feel free to examine why. Mm. Why is there a gap in between what you do and what you say? And in that, I imagine there's some codes for you to be able to dial it in. Because as young chiropractors or chiropractors in general, you know, we got to be on it. Straight up. You have to, you know, show up. You talked about it with Dr. LaMarche. You have to show up and how you show up you know, again, returning to the energy and the value that you bring, understanding that value, being authentic and integrous of what you represent, who you represent and how you represent it. All of those things matter as you you grow and evolve into the person that you are and you're becoming. Now, I was actually talking to, uh, you know, legend born, Dr. Legend born earlier today, mm, brother ready. Yes, sir. And we were talking about showing up for your patients and just being, being that abundant, just positive energy, like, you know, showing up and just like having the, the heart and living in that space, being willing to do the work, showing up, going home and studying on your off time. So you can show up the next day, one better, two better informed and three more capable because the more capable you are, that allows you to be able to energetically draw in and impact more people, create more exposure and ultimately impact more people with chiropractic if they aren't already under care. Yeah, I love being able to just love on people. That's one of my favorite things of what we do. Isn't it though? It's like, well, the table the table talk is my favorite part of the job. It's not even a job. It's I hate saying work. I don't like saying I'm going to my job. It's it's, I'm going to the office. I'm going. I'm going to serve. Like I, I don't want to contextualize it in a way that's demeaning or like degrades de degrades the energy, the vibration of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you're on it, as I think that helps then, you know, move people into and examining, you know, what's their relationship with burnout? What's their relationship with their energy? What's their relationship with, you know, these different aspects of our lives that are so important to consider. And, you know, giving themselves permission to be able to lean into all the things that, you know, may come with the stimulus and may come with the, you know, the weight or the demand. Because in reality, there's 8 billion people in this world, this world. And out of all the people who are sick, 90% of diseases are chronic in nature. Mm. And if 90% of diseases are chronic in nature, they come from lifestyle mismanagement and lack of ability to transmute or adapt to stress. And guess whose job it is to be able to help with that? 
we're perfectly set up for it. Medical doctors are ill-equipped and they're tired and they're burning out and they don't have the answers. People want the answers and they're going for different things outside of chiropractic because they don't know chiropractic actually has the answer because chiropractors don't all know that we all have the answer that can help in some way, shape or form. Hmm. For now, but we're getting closer. We are. And it's, it really is. It's, it's, there's a wave, you know, this, this fourth generation Cairo, uh, fourth, fourth chiropractic generation, generation. It's like a wave and the research is building, the influence is building the, it's, it really is. It's, it's amazing. It's, this is truly the best time to be a chiropractor. I, I believe that in my soul and my heart. And you talked about burnout and you talked about leaning in. I want to dive in those topics, but before we do that, let's hear from our amazing sponsors. And then we're going to dive right back into that. Imaging Services primary business is chiropractic solutions. With over 45 years in the industry of helping chiropractors, Michael Tokash offers free consultations on building your business. In the past year, Imaging Services has installed over 100 x-ray machines and digital x-ray systems in over 42 states across the United States. For more, head to theimagingservices.com. And we are back, season 16, episode 10. If you're just tuning in, tonight we have Dr. Jamal Fruster. We're talking about having value, creating and understanding that value on where you are, how you show up. And we were talking a little bit about burnout and leaning in. And you come up with an app that it, you know what, I'll just let you talk about it because it's yours. You come up with something that really just makes you lean in. And what is that? Oh, man. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, you are. Oh, sweet. Lean the fuck in. LTFI, baby. LTFI. A lot of people, ain't, a lot of people are leaning away. We're running away, God forbid, you know, from what might be life might be presenting to them in life. And I found, you know, in my life, you know, really leaning the fuck into all of that, which life has brought to you in, in a space and in a way that's honoring. Yet it's powerful because you're going right into the storm. You're going right into getting to the root cause of things, kind of like what we do as chiropractors. And in addressing the root cause of things, when it comes to your energy, it can be an opportunity for you to expand your bandwidth and expand your nervous system as keep this in mind a part of leaning the fuck in it's being able to be able to appreciate you know these zones of discomfort or uncomfortability which then are 10 percent which then beyond the 10 percent zone like 10 percent outside your comfort zone physically mentally emotionally spiritually relationship wise financially professionally and fun and adventure wise you know, that gives you enough to like integrate. But then beyond that is something that's painful, a painful stimulus. Why is that important? A lot of people stop and they don't want to feel pain, mm -hmm. which gives a reactivation and recalibration of what is pain. Brett talks about this, Brett Jones. Pay attention inside now. Pain as an acronym. Pay, Pay attention inside now. And in paying attention inside now, you're able to understand and appreciate your symptoms and how they're actually your body starting to scream at you because you have been paying attention to it. Yeah. And I imagine you can appreciate a soul application of that. Beyond the painful aspect of things is then the traumatic. So things get locked down and your body actually locks itself down in an effort to try to protect itself of what's going on. And then after the something that's traumatic, 
there's the aspects where people disassociate from their bodies, disassociate from themselves, going to disbelief, which is actually disassociation of the mind. Yep. And all these four zones of things are just giving you a capacity to be able to gauge yourself to get better acquainted with what home is and what is too much, what's too little, and you know what's just enough to be able to navigate things as you know, burnout in chiropractic, I think, is prominent because people are misaligned in school at the soul level and they don't know what they want to do or they're just living by someone else's standards and way of being. And, you know, burnout, when you can predispose yourself to burnout or you know you're there, excuse me, you know you're there. Three signs. Emotional exhaustion is number one. When someone's emotionally exhausted, like you're tired of being tired. You wake up tired, you go to bed tired, you go to class tired, you eat tired, you're just tired. It's tough to rejuvenate. Number two is depersonalization. Depersonalization. You become cynical because you're so tired of being tired. <laughs> like your practice members, your patients, your peers, your mentors, your fellow doctors, like you get tired of being around them and then you become snippy. And then after doing that for so long is the final phase or the final aspect to things, which can be lack of personal achievement. Mm. You don't feel like you're progressing. And the invitation with these three is to give you all a gauge, emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, lack of personal achievement. Use these as a meter, as a gauge to see where you're at in life. And if you want to correct that or you notice that you're there, well, then what you get to reflect on and give yourself permission for is slowing down. You got to slow down. Uh-huh. Well, excuse me, you don't got to do anything. But I imagine if you want to move through that energy, you got to be able to give yourself space. You got to slow down. You got to reflect if you're in alignment with your values and your non-negotiables. Some of mine are freedom, authenticity, integrity, gratitude and consideration if you're not in alignment with your values or you're in an environment if you're in relationships that aren't nourishing to your soul to your spirit well then why are you in the first place and if you're in school facing some of this you got to understand the constructs and the system the environment that you're in but you're not defined by your environment you powerful being you're defined by how you choose to show up and respond to things I'm going to give a little break right there. That's juicy, bro. It, you know, this is whenever uh, we were in school together, it was always go, 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 go. And I felt myself reaching that point where I'd go to sleep at night. And, you know, I, I was only getting four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep a night because I would stay up late doing stuff and I'd be getting up early and I'd be trying to, do too much. I had too much on my plate. And you always told me, you were like, bro, slow down. You got to slow down. And I, I feel like I got comparative and I started competing with other people trying to out achieve them. And well, they're doing this. I can do this. If they're doing that. I can do that. And in my own journey, you know, I burn out. Like I, I hit that wall. I crashed. I, I got to a point there at the end of the program i was like let it all burn just let it burn and i'll just i'll scoop up the ashes and whatever the whatever's left over we'll just work with that yeah you're sick (laughs) (laughs) 
It, I understand though. But yeah, I mean, like you know, I was thinking like it's got to be a phoenix. You gotta you gotta have some death to have some rebirth, and just not everyone. It no. wasn't a, it wasn't a healthy process. I'm so glad we're here. Me too. Well, you talked mm-hmm. you talked about that depersonalization and going through school, carrying on trauma, imposter syndrome. That's something that. I saw a lot in myself. I saw it in other people. You know, fake it till you make it. Uh, I feel like that leads to failure because you can only do something. You know, you're you're doing the reps, trying to do it as best you can, and you're going to get there eventually. But it's I feel like when you fake it, it's it's lacking authenticity. Mm. And for me, that mm. imposter syndrome just really. I lacked authenticity because I wasn't sure of who I was, what my why was, what my purpose was. And because of that, going through school, I felt like I was an imposter putting on a, a play trying to figure out who I was. And mm. this, is that part of that depersonalization you were talking about? Mm. Mm. I can appreciate how you could think that it can be. I think depersonalization, it can be, um, this, is actually, this is actually new. I think depersonalization, you might be very cynical with oneself. You lose a softness and you gain more of a rigidity, more of a callousness um, to your thoughts and your own thoughts and how you might view yourself. But depersonalization is more so you're cynical with others. To address imposter syndrome, though, I don't, I'm not of the philosophy, you know, fake it till you make it. It's like, eh, I'm not really fake. Can't do that. It's really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I forget who said it. Maybe I don't remember who said it, but it's be it until you become it. Mm. Mm. Much like different. It. Be it until you become it. Because yo, you're doing some new shit. You're learning how to go through new patient exams, images, reports, like whatever it may be. And in that capacity, you know, you really got to welcome yourself into giving yourself permission to suck. With adjusting, like a lot of people are scared to suck. And, you know, ego can get in the way. And that's when they try to like hyperma- like put in a lot of force or whatever, maybe, which is why training is such a great aspect because mm. you're getting so many reps at being it until you become it, until it's just, it just is. Mm. And when it just is like, oh my goodness, like it gives so much more grace. It gives so much more flow. It gives so much more ease. Like chiropractic school is already hard enough. Don't make it harder on yourself. It's not a good idea. <laughs> It's not. I mean, it's already hard enough. Yeah, you got to be it till you become it. And, you know, uh, there's layers. Like, I think I'm a year and four months in. Yep, four months in into being a doc, which is nuts. Um, but, you know, there's layers. And then, you know, new patients will come in or whatever it may be. And, you know, you got to really reckon with yourself and, you know, really trust in yourself. And like you said, with Dr. Bourne, you know, continue to always be a student and a appreciator of life and making yourself better and refining your craft. As I think that's the perfect antidote to burnout or excuse me, not to burnout, to imposter syndrome. Mm. Mm. I love that. Thank you for that. Because it, it's a reframe. You don't have to be an inauthentic. You don't have to be fake. No, not at all. Why would you do that? <laughs> right? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I love that. So always be a student. That's something that, you know, I 
I hold myself beginner mindset. Uh, something I always tell myself: you you can once you're a master, you quote unquote know everything. You can't learn whenever you know something. You have to be an open vessel. You have to be a beginner. You know, take the sponge, squeeze the water out of it, and be willing to absorb new information and mm. move forward, retaining you know the, the wisdom that you've gained along the process. But be present in where you are and mm. be grateful for that. Yeah, I can I can appreciate that. I, I mean, even hearing like the master, like the master, they may know a lot of things, but it's one thing to know; it's another thing to apply. So even the master, they're just gonna they're gonna find out an infinity of ways or play with an infinity of ways of how to move energy and how to take care of people. Mm. I think the master chiropractor is the humble human who's there in service and is dedicated to being able to serve people in multiple different ways yet is principled and true and grounded just as taking another step forward on the path of the journey of mastery. Mm. And it, it really is about being principled. It's, it's understanding why we do what we do. It's, it's, you know, working, working in the industry and in the profession, you'll definitely meet chiropractors along the way that they've never picked up a green book. They've never sat down and read the chiropractic textbook. They don't understand what they're doing unless they've learned it through word of mouth or at seminars, or just been exposed to it. Uh, sitting down and spending the time reading, understanding, and absorbing the the philosophy of chiropractic, it, it changes who you are for the better, as well as it allows you to show up with such confidence that whatever a person's on the table, it, it's, it's just... Expect miracles. That's. Mm. 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 Yeah. Well, I mean, I think something that's sustainable that differentiates our profession from the allopathic model is that there is the opportunity to move in a more principled way, which is just studying the laws of nature. Mm -hmm. We are natural beings as humans having an unnatural experience. Natural beings having unnatural experience living in unnatural environments. Of course, disease and sickness is going to be an outcome. We're out of alignment. Yep. And we're like big plants. We're like big plants with emotions. And we're not even hydrating or watering ourselves or feeding ourselves the sun and different things. So it's like, you know, to be able to, you know, walk in that humility and, you know, just know how we're studying laws of nature and then how nature, these human biological suits are responding to the lack of nature. You're able to appreciate then the difference and then help bridge people where they are to where they want to go. AKA health. There you go. AKA health. Health. Yeah. One thing that Fred Bard says in uh, Life Without Fear is health is intellectual adaptation. Health is intellectual adaptation. You understand this concept. You understand your role and how things play out. You understand the principles of nature and how the different forces interact and, you know, what leads to what. Like, it just, for me, it just makes sense. A lot of people don't have the time or create the time to study these. For, for me, I find great enjoyment and understanding in it and then applying what it means to be a chiropractor in different ways, not just as a chiropractor. Mm, that's so important. You. You have to reach out and you have to, you know, part of the artist, you know, the art of chiropractic is being able to be expressive, 
combine your wisdom that you've acquired in your life because that's your that's your lens that's your perspective of how you view life it's and, our lens that's what it is bro it's a it's the value of the chiropractic lens mm. it's invaluable it really is so if if someone wanted to connect you someone wanted to dive in to more of your your teachings on burnout or meditation or philosophy or your perspective of life or they want to follow or connect to you how can how can our listeners reach out and connect to you great question so i'm on instagram majority of the time i may spend on socials uh you can find me on facebook i'm not on there much um but majority of my projects content reels it's tailored toward instagram starting to pull up the tiktok but you can find me at, at Dr. Jamal Frewster, D-R-J-A-M-A-L. And I should pop up because there's only like two Dr. Jamals. <laughs> um, and then also y'all can tune into Soul Coffee. So Soul Coffee is a space dedicated towards cultivating the mental health of the healthcare professional and of the provider ultimately, as I find great awareness, appreciation, love, and exploration and bringing out some of my favorite people and having good conversations of soul. So y'all can reach out to me on IG. Y'all can reach out to me on soul coffee. And if y'all want to explore more of this work and energy boundaries and different things, uh, burnout, me and my, my boy, my roommate, uh, Alex Lou, director, Alex Lou, we just created or we're finishing the final touches of our video modules called chasing your own personal legend. Wow. And that's based off the teachings of the alchemist. And that is probably one of the most exciting things that I got going on right now. That's amazing. That's such a phenomenal book. I can't wait for you to drop that so that everyone can link to that and be able to just experience what you're able to bring to us and share with us. Tonight, we covered a lot of topics. We covered a lot of content. We talked about being out of principle as a student, as well as being a chiropractor. We dove mm -hmm. into pain. Is pay attention inside now having mm. integrity with yourself and what is your quality of life because your energy is your medicine mm -hmm. we reframe fake it till you make it to be it until you become it and it's way better so much better and always being a student being willing to learn and expose yourself and just be full of gratitude Mm -hmm. mm. Dr. Jamal, thank you for being here with us tonight. If anybody wants to connect, Dr. Jamal Frewster, connect to him on essentially all social media programs besides Facebook because he's not there a lot. If you enjoyed this podcast, like, comment, share, follow, save, share it with your friends. Dr. Jamal is out there looking to connect to people in Arizona, uh, Tucson, Arizona. Dr. Jamal, love and appreciate you. Thank you for being here tonight, brother. Oh, man, it's an honor and privilege, Dr. Brent. Thank you for carrying the torch of Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. It's good to see that it's still continuing as I was with Johnny when he first brought it into fruition. And uh, excuse me, Dr. Johnny. And man, it's just so wild to see us just getting after it. So I love and appreciate you. And thank you for the invitation. And anybody, y'all feel free to reach out now. Don't be shy. <laughs> yeah, do not be shy. Thanks, bro. <clears throat> We will see you guys next time. Make sure you comment, like, share, and catch the next episode Sunday, the 18th of December, 2022. Peace.